Hello and welcome to another episode of Historic Hindsight. I'm John, that's Tom, and today we're going to talk to you about Blue State. Blue State? Kent the, State? Is that the, what, is that no, what they're the, called? The Blue State? The, no, the, the 2007 romantic comedy with Breckenmeyer and Anna Paquin? Isn't that? Yeah, no, I did, that's I did not... research. I watched the movie. Isn't that what we're talking about? <laughs> what are we talking no. about? We are, we are talking about a, uh, a ye olden time where we thought it was a good idea to, uh, to engage uh, protesters uh, quite literally with, um, with a bayonet. Oh and God! Bayonet, so, all right, so we're I heading mean, back. This guy here? No, not not way Long back. Not seventeen hundreds. Not seventeen hundreds. I mean, I mean, that's this this guy. The hold M1. On, that's not a that's that's not a. That's World War Two era. Bayonet. Yeah. That that's a knife on the end of a gun. Bayonets yeah, are like triangular point. That's a knife. No, that's a that's Bowie a, knife a, almost. That's <laughs> well, since it's on the end of a gun, we call it a bayonet. I mean, I guess so, just duct tape whatever the hell you want. Duct tape a spear on the so end of that. We are we are, are talking talk about the we are talking about the Kent State massacre or the oh, May Fourth massacre State. or the Kent State okay. shooting, depending on what you want to uh, want to refer to it. And it was a time that the Ohio uh, uh, state officials decided that it would be appropriate to respond to a series of protests in 1970 by unleashing the National Guard with loaded M1 Grands with fixed bayonets. And then we're surprised that, you know, unarmed people wound up getting shot. Unarmed people, of course. Yeah, uh, unarmed people. Okay, uh, but shot. for everybody watching this uh, now, uh, before 2020, it was pretty unusual to see the government just start opening fire of, of stuff on peaceful protesters. Yeah, so, sure. Somewhat? In a little yeah, bit, we never had a history of. We, we, never we had don't a do that. that. That's ridiculous. That's police brutality. We <laughs> don't do that. That's something that happens in China, not in yeah. the United States. Well, it did. It did happen here in the United uh, States. So some background time. information. One time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. I will never do another episode on uh, on protests resulting in people getting killed. <laughs> okay. Peaceful protests. So, and, yeah. Okay. Peaceful anyway. protests. Uh, well, that's that's. It, I just like my Boston Massacre episode. I will give due credit where credit is due, and then we'll explain the whole story as best I can, yeah. so that you can come up to your own opinion at home as to whether or not uh, force was justified. Yeah. Uh, in Boston Massacre, I argued that it was like not necessarily justified, but like what did you expect was going to happen? You can understand in, where the where in this particular situation, I'm a little less understanding, but we'll get there. Okay, so, so uh, uh, I know that. It was a massacre, or that Kent State massacre is a term. I don't know much term, beyond yeah. it about so it. So let's get that. Yeah, let's get in some background before this episode gets too terribly long. So, uh, so how the heck did this happen? So the Vietnam War is going on. It's in full swing in 1970. Nixon gets elected, and partially on the pretext that he's going to end the war. And if history has taught me anything, if you ever elect a president who says, I'm going to end the war, he's not going to end the war. It hasn't happened. We've never had a president that's like, I'm going to end it, and then it ends. It just doesn't, doesn't happen. Uh, Bush, mission accomplished. <laughs> I think Trump, he started that one. Ch checkmate. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, and Nixon started off like, yeah, I'm going to do that. However, the uh, shortly after he was elected, there was the uh, the Miley Massacre that became public in November of 1969, where American oh. soldiers killed, killed at least 340 South Vietnamese, including women and children, and that became public. So Nixon would do the rational thing and pull our troops home, uh, but not really. What he actually did is decide that we needed to go invade Cambodia, in addition to Vietnam. So, Just... yeah, now, I, I I did I do remember hearing that uh, a large part of the Vietnam's uh, America's failure or or uh, inability to win or why people didn't want to be drafted to go die in a war that they didn't understand why they were fighting uh, was because we had now had coverage of it uh, widespread coverage of it for the first time and so uh, people are people I, could find out about things like this this massacre yeah um, i would i would say that definitely has some some impact in it but uh but know that at this point in time this isn't a very popular war and people are protesting yeah. it so also in december of 1969 the first draft lottery occurs um and that's where, you know, before there was like a draft, but it wasn't like an actual lottery system. This is the first draft lottery where if your random, got, you know, if your number got pulled, so, sorry, sorry about you. So how did and, the draft uh, work and, and before that? Um, there were like exclusions to it that you could get out of it. Okay. Uh, but this is an actual like lottery where this like just, random you get birth dates are yeah gone, birth dates are yeah birth birth dates are pulled and anybody with that birth date is 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 gone. Well, any man with that birth date is of gone course because yeah. you know someone has women to can't fight. <laughs> so obviously people are a little irritated. In fact, protests had already started in Kent State's uh, you know on their campus all the way back to 1966 when a group of students wore military equipment and gas masks to homecoming. Uh, today we just kind of consider that a normal you're homecoming just being safe. in the United States. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're just, <laughs> thank you for Especially following with COVID the... protocols. And we appreciate yeah, right? it. Well done. <laughs> Hi-oh! In 1968, a group of students for the Democratic Society and 250 black students had a sit-in protest against, you know, police recruiters and military recruiters on campus. So, uh, in the 1960s, we can't have white people teaming up with black people. That doesn't, mm -mm. Well, we can't do that in the United States. No, you can have separate but equal, and that's good, but, uh, But you yeah. can't have them teaming up, yeah. No, yeah, we, we don't want, we don't want to have any sort of perception that they're getting along and agreeing and can co-inhabitate <laughs> with each other. And just be fine as normal human beings. That, that would be ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. We can't have that. On April 1st, 1969, the SDS, which is the, you know, the, the Students for Democratic Society, they attempted to enter the administration building with a list of demands where they were met with police resistance. Uh, in response, Kent State revoked the SDS charter on campus. How dare you demand anything of us? Now, Wait, they tried, to, they tried to storm an official building and were met with police yeah, resistance? To, yeah, they tried Man, to storm times the administration. Yeah, they try to storm the admin <laughs> administration building with us. Now, so I went. We, me and Johnny, we went to a fairly white, rich school, Hanover College, oh, the, the Harvard of the Midwest, as as Harvard uh, of the Midwest. Yeah, for to to some people, uh, the uh, Harvard of, of, uh, of of uh, you know small liberal arts three schools in Indiana. Schools. Like there was a rumor that like, we that were going to become Ivy Tech, like not Ivy Tech, we we're going to become Ivy League. <laughs> I remember that rumor that was going around and over and like, you guys, you guys are stupid. That's not how You, you don't know Anyways, what D3 so, is. Anyway. Yeah, you don't know what D3 means. So, uh, 
<laughs> in any case, uh, we went to a rich school, and, and part of one of my sociology projects is that we were supposed to, uh, like in my senior year, supposed to come up with some kind of like protest thing or something, some social rights movement thing or something or another. So the campus had hiked our uh, our tuition up considerably our junior year. And, uh, and like we did, like I, that was my, I didn't actually protested? give a shit, oh. <laughs> but that's what I protested. So I, looked, I wanted to know why, like, where was the money? Because they didn't disclose where the money was going. And so you know, me and, me and a, a fellow, yeah, yeah, they don't have to. Me and a fellow student, we got mad. We went to the administration. We're like, you gotta tell us where the money is. <laughs> Is, and they're which like, are like, I really didn't give a shit. And they're like, no, but they, we, we got a meeting with them. We got a meeting with them, and it was great, and it was hey. so productive, like all other protests are. And by that meeting is, they, they, they gave us a, a, a PowerPoint uh, demonstration yeah. of where the money was going, and in uh -huh. it was this, was this large, like 25% other expenses, and yeah. in that other expenses was another subcategory of other expenses, and in that other expenses was another subcategory of other expenses. It's like, I really don't think you're giving us any information. I feel like one other expenses is enough. That's just, I, I feel mean, like, and, I, and, yeah. And so. what other expenses? Where were you going with that? But in any case. But my, my point with that is all like, yeah, student protest. Like we didn't get raided by the police. They didn't beat us down. No, although see, we were we were white. So well, I, I think a big problem with with projects like that is the reason we we saw the protests like we did this year is because we have literally colleges have been training kids that protests are, are are productive and they work and they do this that or the other and and a lot of times they do maybe they don't i don't know whatever but i don't think they do they got them the all they got they got our generation all gung ho about protests and then. Like people found something to protest. Which like, I'm if gonna we go and do it. Let's go. If if we would have spent five minutes learning about those protests, like actual protests, what like happened to the people the doing Kent them? State protest. Yeah, we like, They would know that that no, like that. What happened this year in 2020 wasn't wasn't shouldn't shouldn't have surprised anybody. What, what at do you all. mean? Rubber so, bullets, tear gas, and fire hoses <laughs> hurt. Well, funny, funny story. That's th this this incident is why we did that. But we'll why we we'll use those? Yeah, why we use those now? We'll get there. We'll get there. So, uh, so on April sixteenth, nineteen sixty nine, there was a disciplinary hearing for several students in the SDS that resulted in a pro SDS and anti SDS group uh, uh, getting in conflict with each other on campus. The highway oh, patrol great. was called in, where 58, 58 people were arrested. Four SDS leaders spent six months in jail for the incident. Um, on April 10th, 1970, these are big Jerry, groups. These are big groups, yeah. On April 10th, uh, 19th, it's a big campus. It's not yeah, Hanover. Right, yeah. See, that's my problem. I, I always harken back to our uh, 1,000 student campus. And I'm like, if you got like half the campus together and the other half to get the campus like to go against each other on something, that would be amazing, first of all. But if you were able to, even then, it would be like two arrests because it would get broken up no, so we fast. Had our uh, our college students were too busy throwing oranges at trash cans, literally throwing oranges at trash cans cuz you know. Sometimes they almost got them in there though. From far hey, away sometimes. too. It was like yeah, dude perfect like... before YouTube was a thing. <laughs> but less good. Yeah, less good. So uh, on April uh, uh, 10th, 1970, uh, a, a guy by the name of Jerry Ribbon, who was a leader of the Youth International Parties, a.k.a. the Yippies, so come up with a better name, you asshole, uh, he spoke on campus saying that, and I quote, the first part of the Yippie program is to kill your parents. They are the first oppressors. So um, what? we do have kill your parents in the United States. Kill, kill your parents. Kill them. Kill them. 
kill them. Yeah, so we do have freedom of speech in the United States, but you can't threaten to kill people. Yeah. And if you're threatening to kill your parents, at that point, I can understand why campus is like, maybe we should have some police on standby because these guys are a little... Yeah, perhaps, perhaps uh, you know, freedom of speech and all that, perhaps some sort of regulation uh, might be necessary if people are going to be threatening violence all the time and uh, wanting to kill yeah. know, their parents and, and instruct others to do so as well. Yes, yes, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Also, worse. at the same time, uh, two weeks later, there's a, a man by the name of Bill Anthrill who was distributing flyers that said that they were going to uh, napalm a dog. Now, what this turned out to be was a, a shock value flyer thing that was no an anti-napalm demonstration. He didn't actually got napalm me. a dog. But it got me, too. But again, it's one of those, um, you can't threaten to hurt you you definitely in the United States you definitely can't threaten to hurt dogs. We don't. No, we don't you like can that. Threaten people unless, before dogs, <laughs> like unless your name's <laughs> unless your name's Michael Vick, and we'll forget you because you're a really good quarterback, and we'll let you. Come well, back to the no, a Tom, couple years later. Don't be ridiculous. Money and talent has always trumped every sort of moral objection to anything. Yeah, we do have that. I mean, so, hell, look at uh, so that's presidency. A, yeah, so that's a yeah, so that's a brief history. But we, hey, we are a political. I'm going to take this moment to, uh, to talk about Terre Haute Brewing Company's Madam Brown Ale. They did not pay me for this spot, but I'm going to take a sip of it because it's my first time drinking uh, any Terre Haute beer. Sitting in the and like Terre, and like the city of Terre Haute, slightly uh, slightly disappointing. Not bad, just you know, it smells kind of weird and doesn't taste quite right. Doesn't taste. Yep, that's that's yeah. Terre Haute, Terre Haute, Indiana, for you guys. Now, uh, so that's a brief history of the of the protests that were going on in you know in Kent State uh, on the campus. So how do we get to the massacre? It all starts on April 30th when Nixon announces that the Cambodian incursion has kicked off and that we've already sent troops into Cambodia, thus expanding the Vietnam War beyond its current uh, areas of campaign. Yeah. And, the and that's true. A lot like of that. the and the college kids don't like that because a lot of them are of the age where. They could be drafted. Yeah, yeah. If their birthday gets picked, then they're hosed, basically. Yeah. Is. Pretty pretty much. They don't like that, and a lot of the nation doesn't like that. And, uh, and you know, after all, he was supposed to end the... He was the chosen one! He's supposed to end the conflict, not extend it! You were the chosen one! It was said that you would destroy this sin, not join them! Bring balance to the force, not leave it in darkness! Right. You know, like, yeah, and Anakin now he's Skywalker, attacking yeah. Cambodia for uh, whatever reason one would be attacking Cambodia when they're involved with reasons. Vietnam. Just the, too much to go into for this episode. Ask. Yeah, just 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 know that Cambodia is kicked off, and we we don't like that. So on May first, we'll day after this is announced. Future. We'll cover it in the future. We will cover it in the future. Uh, on May 1st, uh, the day after this is announced, a group of 500 students gathered in the commons, also known as the Grassy Knoll. <laughs> grassy Knolls! People, nothing this, bad happens in Grassy Knolls! I'm sorry, I, I, my, I'm dumb. Uh, was this pre or post? This is this is this is post uh, uh, grassy okay. knoll. Yeah, because that was yeah, like JFK is already. Yeah, he's already fifty sixties sixties. Yeah, yeah JFK sixties, but okay. JFK's already got the yeah. All right, so the, to but, the back of the head. So this is just an unfortunate leftover name that has probably been that for 30, 40, 50, however many years Kent State's been around. Yeah. But they're gathering at the grassy knoll. Okay, uh, which is an area that was traditionally used for. 
you know, student gatherings, protests, that kind of stuff. It, it's the big now, green center space in the middle of college campuses. The campus, yeah, yeah. It's our quad that we have. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, and uh, in, you know, the history students, you got to love history students. They take things so literally that they buried a copy of the Constitution because, after all, Nixon just killed the Constitution. So they have to bury so, it because uh, it's dead. Uh, so, so they have their. Uh, so this is this is why uh, all the protests get made fun of because they have their hippy dip yippy dippy yippy, gesture yippy, yippy, yippy. Uh, of <laughs> performing a funeral for the Constitution because it was symbolically destroyed by Nixon because uh, in the Constitution Apparently, it says you can't go <clears throat> you can't take backsies on saying you'll pull out of a war. I guess it, that's like <laughs> amendment. 13 or 14 or something right that's yeah yeah I'm around there 8.8.3 i think yeah, something like yeah. that. <laughs> no takes backsies yeah, no, no takes backsies on on war uh withdrawals uh a sign was posted asking why the rltc building was on campus and why it was still standing now if you don't sure. know if you're out if you don't know what it is the rltc yeah. is the reserve officer training corps so on most college campuses the military likes to recruit you and if you want to like choose that as a path you can go into what's called the rltc which allows a lot you to of like, high schools too a lot of high schools have them too so like it's a military path and it, it's supposed to be designed to like train you know men or girls into being officers yeah so, my my um, memory of the rotc is them coming into our uh lunch common area and making or having students do like 25 push-ups or something and then telling them that they could be a great soldier and then uh the brainwashing commences from there, but uh, yeah, I did. My high school did not have an ROTC, and Hanover did not have an ROTC, except for that one guy on shocking. campus who would who would walk around. <laughs> he was our you personal. What I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was our personal. He always like was wearing like military stuff, yeah. and it was like, yes, sir. I every yeah. every history class I had, I had with him, and uh, I, do I was remember never I had scared a military... for a campus. No, I was never either. Being invaded, uh, I had a. I had a uh, I had a military history class with him, and we played this little war game with these little military guys. And all I remember is that I kicked the shit out of him in yeah. that game, like. And I'm like, mm, so maybe. Well, you don't have his gruff though, Tommy, and that's no, that's I didn't. A key ingredient was, to actual I, I, battle in war. You can't you can't yeah. judge it on a video game or a board game, even. Yeah. Or you know, it could have been all the years of Total War that I played that kind of let me know how to. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Now, uh, by uh, by 1 p.m., that crowd that had, you know, gathered had dispersed because, you know, college campus and there's classes going on. They have to get to they class. They got somewhere to be. <laughs> and, and, okay, to be fair, probably like at least 150 of these people gathering were like walking by and then saw a group. They're like, well, oh, what, is there a concert? What are we doing? And then just showed up. Yeah. We had a lot of even at Hanover, a small campus. Like if there was like twenty people standing somewhere on campus, oh. naturally, like that would get people to come because they're like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, well, it's a human psychology study of people looking up, like people just stopping in a crowd and looking up at a mall, and then everybody looks up. Like it, it's 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 psychology. Yep, look it up. Now, um, now they did call before they left. They did call for some more formal protests on May fourth. That evening on May 1st, around midnight, a group of people uh, leave a bar, and uh, they're a little rowdy because they've been drinking all night long, and they begin throwing beer bottles at cop cars and smashing storefront oh. windows, and they wound up breaking a bank's window, which obviously set the bank alarm off, so uh, so that encouraged all the local police to come out and play. 
I'm sorry. By the time this is this is not college shenanigans. That is that is destruction of property and looting, like uh, preemptive looting or whatever. Like it's something like that's yeah. worse than just being. I've been rowdy. Tommy, I've not broke business windows. (laughs) This is is a bit more radical. By the time the police arrive, a crowd of over 100 people have gathered, which was a mixture of students, bikers, and, uh, and I quote, transients, a.k.a. the dirty hippies. So this is the word that we use for anybody that was the undesirables uh, back in the 1970s. Transients? Yeah, transients. It's a good word. Uh, The crowd... When the police arrive, the crowd begins throwing beer bottles at the police uh, and, you know, begin using obscenities. So, so you know assault. they call them dirty pigs. Yeah. Yeah. Assault. Yes. This is definitely <laughs> that assault. Is assault. You can't. You can't do this. If you're to in anybody. a protest and you start hucking beer bottles at people, you're no longer in a protest. You're now in a riot and uh, and you can't do this. I'm guessing this uh, earlier you, you hinted that this is part of the reason we have the things we have today. Uh, but if, if you start throwing beer bottles at cops today, be fully prepared to catch a tear gas canister, canister in the chest. They're going to yes, put yeah, it on their little get, yeah. modified shotgun and they're just going to shoot it straight at you. It's so going to go, it's going to go, you're going to hear, you're going to hear poop. And then about two seconds later, you're going to hear, ah, yeah. Well, it's and then the, the wheezing from the broken ribs after that <laughs> which is not supposed to shoot it they're supposed to shoot at the ground and ricochet it at you i just told they, you what's gonna they, happen not they, what's supposed they to forget, happen yeah they forget that step you start they throwing a beer step. bottle that's going you're, into your chest you're gonna, yeah you're gonna get a, yeah you're definitely gonna catch a tear gas around in the chest now uh all of kent police were called to duty like even if you're off duty like even like uh, that would which would oh, piss yeah. me off like if i'm sleeping oh. like you've got to come in like uh you know local sheriffs were called in other county sheriffs were called in state troops were called in that makes sense you have assault you know, against police officers yeah, yeah, and yeah, a rowdy got right. crowd so the kent uh the kent mayor the city of kent mayor Leroy Santrum, he declares a state of emergency, which is probably okay because you know, there is a riot. He also calls the Ohio governor, Jim Rhodes, and says, hey, can, can you guys help me out here? And they decide that the appropriate course of action is to shut down all the bars in town uh, early. So that got even more drunk people who were in the bar. So they forced now everybody out. Because they got them yeah. out of the bar, into the streets where the riots are well, going on. Okay, but the good thing about drunk people is – they really, really don't tend to absorb the energy of the situation that they're in and start to mimic it. Like, yeah, that is not, not a, a trait that drunk people have. Nope. <laughs> and so this probably didn't lead to more chaos. So uh, the, the crowd was able to be dispersed eventually via war crimes. I mean, a, a tear gas oh. that, was, uh, that was shot into their chests. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, Allegedly. You know, and that... Allegedly, that ends, you know, allegedly that ends May May 1st. Now, on May 2nd, reports came flooding in from local store owners that uh, said they were threatened by groups that any store not flying anti-war propaganda would be burned. Uh, local police chief oh. received. Wait. Yeah, if they were anti-war. If they so, th- so, all right. So yeah, this is, these are people that are anti-war. So presumably uh, on account of the peacefulness uh, that anti-war brings and they yeah. are threatening to uh, declare war on store owners if they don't who don't support their viewpoint to yes. Be yes anti-war yes you're right johnny it makes a lot of sense doesn't it now these the police chief also received a credible report that uh, that the rotc building recruitment office and the post office were slated for destruction 
Uh, yep. Rumors flooded in that said outside groups were coming in hell-bent on destruction. So this is the 1970s equivalent of Antifa. Yeah, this is, yeah, just people, all right, we're going to have people come in and create chaos, destroy things, yep. and they're going to basically yep. organized riots at our colleges yep. is what's, what we're looking forward to. There were unconfirmed rumors that students uh, had large caches of weapons, which I guarantee you they did not have large caches of weapons. But there I, were reports that they had large caches of weapons. I wanted to know how easy people think it is to make, to gain a large cache of weapons. Is it that easy? Can it be that easy? It's not cheap. Right. I mean, it's not. And if there's like, one I've thing got... we know about college kids is they're all fucking loaded and can just buy whatever they want whenever they want it. I can tell you that the collection of firearms that I have... Which could not be described as any sort Which could of, not be could described uh, at all as a large cache of weapons. No, because it, it, it takes 18 minutes to load every one of them. Why not this one? This one's this one's this to is load about, 80% this is about of the, them. <laughs> this is about the most modern I'd, I I have. Uh, but in any case, um, uh, it, it, most of that has come within the last couple of years when I got married and have extra money. Uh, um, uh, so but yeah, it's expensive. Like that's college, college kids are collecting caches of weapons, but they're tre- so they're no. treating this basically like it's a a, a militia. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're saying, saying that the, they're, they're the college campus is a militia, it. yeah. They're staging yeah. it as as this is a bunch of militant kids who have weapons and are arming up for the resistance. Yes. There was a report that came in that said the students were planning to uh, to spike the water source in Kent with LSD. Now, I 100% believe that was a plan. I guarantee you that was a plan. Okay, but that was not a, a plan that was associated with this protest. They just thought no, it was that was a just really the, they're just like the funny do. idea. To, <laughs> and to be fair, the government was already spiking the water source with LSD. So I mean, I mean, hey, there all sorts of microdosing studies into LSD have shown it has tremendous benefits for those with anxiety and depression and other sort of psychosomatic. Uh, type illnesses so uh, let's uh, let's back off on on saying that's a bad idea um depending <laughs> on the strength of which they wanted to uh incidentally drug everybody on campus so uh so mayor Santrum, uh he would meet with local lea and national guard who uh who then called governor Rhodes to request national guard assistance uh and the national guard was deployed at 5 p.m on may 2nd it took till 10 p.m for them to actually arrive because you know, it's you National Guard. Find, two weekends a year. You, like, yeah, you gotta find. You gotta find these guys. Two, two weekends then a you month. Gotta get them, yeah, you gotta find them. Then you gotta get them report to their local headquarters, and then you gotta ship them out. Yeah, they're like, guy, what? The, I I have I have seventh period at two p.m. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I can't get a sub at this hour. Uh, so, but by the time the uh, the National Guard actually did arrive to uh, to Kent uh, to Kent State uh, campus. Um, there were protesters on Kent State, and the ROTC right. building was uh, was mysteriously burning. Oh shoot! Did they have an electrical fire? So you fire? can't you can't do that. You can't light buildings on fire and call it a Hold peaceful up. protest. Like you you got beyond that. Uh, wait, wait. I thought I thought as long as what you were aiming for uh, at the end of it was peace, anything you did during was a peaceful protest. Did I miss? construe well, that a little bit i think i think maybe yeah uh, um because yeah burning now, buildings doesn't sound super peaceful 
by the way, nobody was hurt in that burning building, and they never actually found out who caused the fire, although my money's electrical. on somebody in that <laughs> electrical, yeah. What could have yeah. been? If Hey, if it was a building on Hanover's campus, it is entirely possible that that was electrical. I mean, I'm just saying, who, who, when was the last, when did the last ex- inspection occur for this building? Yep, that's true. Did, were, that's true. Are the records all been, up to date? It seems it could have been all like a, it could have been accidental and just super coincidental those, with the timing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and those there was, you know, it was. They were in the the fire that burned up, so that's why all the records are gone, right? Uh, anyways, the uh, reports were that the National Guard and firefighters uh, were struck with rocks when they attempted to put out the fire. Oh, come now, that on. part you can't you can't do that. You can't like if it was accidental, it doesn't matter now that you threw rocks. rocks the people trying to yeah trying to put the fire out. You so this I, they're that. just assault. It's just it's just. The protesters' right to assault people is what this has become yeah, so you, far. Yeah, you you can't and you can't. I do don't that. know the which National side Guard... you're trying to get me on, uh, as far as the right versus wrong thing goes. But right now, all these protesters are kind of dicks. Yeah, like so. So yes, exactly. Right now, I would say that this is very much like Boston Massacre. You've got protesters hucking bottles and rocks. And They're assaulting ice balls them. at and at you have the scared ne- soldiers might. Whatever. They're not so. By They're the way, national if guard. Yeah. So if you're, if you're, we do have a lot of uh, English listeners that we've noticed through the comments. So thank you from over the national guard is army like it's it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's um, cosplay army almost, but not yeah, quite. It's, like it's they cos- still do yeah, stuff. Not, they do a lot, but it's more disaster relief than anything. Yeah, it's not. They're not really soldiers. They're kind of you know. And I'm not. Thank you for what you do. By the way, thank national you. But Guardsmen, yeah, I'm not. It's amazing, but it's not. You're, it, it's not Green Berets. Yeah, my brother was in the here. Navy. My brother's in the Navy Reserve, or was in the Navy Reserves before he went full up. And uh, and he is, um, love him to death. He's my brother, but he's not well, he, who I would want no, but to here's be responding thing, here's to a thing protest. About it. A lot of the people doing the doing National Guard type stuff are doing it for the college uh College credits, yeah, financial yep, 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 yep. credits, whatever help that they get with that, and so th- I mean that's that's uh, what because we're also with. if uh, it's not because it, it's not army military trained, like go to battle, go to war, deal with this situation, people. It's your neighbors. Also, because we have to say <laughs> that uh, in the United States, it, 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 we have to pay for college. So one way that people pay for college is by joining the army. So uh, so that's just to clear up that confusion for our foreign or national listeners. guard. Yeah. Or but national guard. Case, yeah. Again, it, it goes back to this being kids, the age of the people that they're uh, dealing with, and having to deal with an angry Get mob with of rocks their up. peers, yeah. assaulting, hucking rocks at them. Yeah. Yeah. Rocks yep, 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 and yep, bottles. Yep, yep, yep. So the uh, some National Guard responds by making several arrests and dispersing the crowd with tear gas and um, fixing their bayonets and, and literally pushing oh. them out of the uh, of the of the quad. Now that's uh, where and, we're going to um, disagree a little bit. That's where we disagree with. And one person is injured slightly by a bayonet. And slightly? I joke because like I, I joke because I say like that was a probably a National Guardsman fixing the bayonet and cutting himself. But in <laughs> it reality, it was actually a, it, it was it, no, oh, it was a student. It was that a was student. Poked. Oh, okay. It was a student that was poked a bit a bit too hard. Now that, on May third, thought that maybe the the knife on the end of their gun was not as sharp as they made it out to be. By the way, gotten away. This thing is this thing is sharp as. Shit. Okay. Like pro tip. Sharp as shit. 
Pro tip, uh, I, I poked a tiny screwdriver into my hand uh, the other day, and it made me bleed. Things don't have to be super sharp to uh, uh, break skin to and jab into a human it. being who has soft flesh all on the outside. Uh, it doesn't have to be super sharp when you have a javelin that you're ramming it with. <laughs> that's, like, that's true. That's true. Put a screwdriver on the end of it, and you're going to puncture some people. That's all I'm saying. So um, on May 3rd, Governor Rhodes is going to fly into Kent uh, and give a speech against the protesters uh, where he makes comments in the speech like, and I quote, we've seen here at the city of Kent, especially probably the most vicious form of campus oriented violent yet per uh, perpetuated by a dissident group, which I kind of call bullshit on that. Like, I'm pretty sure like we've seen worse protests and a couple of kids throwing stones, which they shouldn't do. Yeah. But right. I mean, it's not like nobody yeah. was shot. This is what happens during <laughs> yeah. protest riot type stuff is, is, is yeah. people are going to throw shit. He also says things like, we're going to use every part of the law enforcement agency of Ohio to drive them out of Kent. We're going to eradicate the problem. We're not going to treat the symptoms because that's the American way. Wait, and I'm sorry. Uh, wait, he quote, he said? He says, and I quote, we're, we are going to eradicate the problem, not treat the symptoms. And and I quote, they I are the worst type of people. you were messing with me. What? No, that's what, what? he says. That. I, yeah, no, he says that. The... Mm-hmm. He says, and I quote, they are the worst type of people that we harbor in America. And I quote, I think that we're up against the strongest, well-trained, militant, revolutionary group that has ever assembled in America. I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure we fought a war against the British, and they were probably a little bit well, you know, better trained and more organized because, you know, we exist as a country now because they beat the British. They weren't a bunch of, well, I mean, they were a bunch of college students, but they weren't like, it, it, it's different. It's not this. It's not okay. this. But did he, I mean, since the country started. So that was before, technically. Oh, okay, whatever. All right, so fine. I'm still. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that the, one to him. Uh, but I'm I, the dirty, but actually, the I'm dirty rebels, Johnny. The dirty rebels that that fought against the uh, the Constitution of the United yeah. States. I would say are a little bit uh, a little bit more better organized and trained than than these college students. Well, now. slightly. <laughs> results are going to be about the same anyways uh Rhodes he gave the impression that the city was under martial law and that he was going to obtain a court order declaring a state of emergency and banning further protests however gave he, the um, impression he, he gave the impression because he didn't actually uh ever obtain that court order and never actually had the legal merit to uh, uh for a court order to be issued so he's just lying so, to um, people so he's just lying to people just bluffing. Uh, during the yeah, yeah. During the day, some students came to downtown to assist the cleanup efforts from the day before, so good on them. Although they were mixed with a little bit of hesitation, like, Timmy, didn't I see you yesterday smashing the window that you're sweeping up now? I mean, thank you for cleaning it up, but why did you break it to begin with? Well, I mean, you, you've been to college. You get caught up in the moment, both moments, not Here's only the uh, wild let's assault police officers with bottles and rocks, but also the... Oh, hey, guys. Oh, we're all cleaning up the campus. Let's do good things. Like, uh, you get swept yeah. up in it. What are you, you going to do? You get swept up. Yeah, either way. I never got swept up in cleaning up anything. On I never volunteered Well, I also never broke windows, so what are you going to do? Like, I mean... No, but we did, we, did, we, did, we did throw up a lot, and we never cleaned that up. But we did it outside, so that was... Yeah, into the grass. Like, that was, yeah, that was for the birds. The vomit-breathing vomit dragon over the balconies. 
<laughs> Anyways, so uh, so Mayor Santrum, he did issue a curfew in effect, uh, but at uh, 8 p.m., another group of uh, demonstrators started to uh, to gather on campus. Breaking curfew, and they were likely. Not yet, not yet. Curfew was not. So they hadn't broke nine? curfew yet. Okay. Yeah, I think it was nine, nine or ten. So they hadn't broke curfew yet. They were expecting that the the school administrators were going to talk with them, but they never showed up because <laughs> they were never going to talk to no, them. Don't be ridiculous. Talk to a bunch by, of children? Uh, Are you kidding me? Why? About what? Uh, by, <laughs> they want a book read by, to them? Like and it's like, what do you expect? Like the college doesn't control who gets drafted or who doesn't, or whether there's a war or not. Like that's not like you want to talk about more reasonable study hours. We can, right? Look, yeah, that's the I other mean, thing. The, the the college students they don't know. Like they know that they should protest, that they don't like it, and that they have to talk to somebody. And their only authority figure that they have any access to is their school. That has no control over the problem. This that is where protesting. this is where the whole like the there's the what they should they what they're doing is wrong. But there's that thought like, just, I mean, is it just kind of dumb? Cognitive is that disconnect? Yeah, cog- yeah, that's that yeah. There's just word? there's just that. Uh no, but yeah, but yeah, it's it's just like it just doesn't. There's a disconnect there. Anyways, right, they, by eight forty-five. Well, like I said, they know they should do it, but they don't know how. Like what? But their authority. What's the result? The how do no, you how yeah, do you yeah. get a result? And what is, yeah. what does it look like to solve your problem? If you don't know yeah. what it looks like to solve your problem, nobody's going to be able to help you. Nobody's happy. No, no. So by eight forty-five, the uh, the guardsmen use tear gas again and. Mm-hmm. The bayonet to literally push them off campus. Now, tear gas that has been outlawed in the use of the Vietnam War, of which they're protesting, right? Yes, you can't use it in Vietnam War, but you can use it against Im- the protesters. I think that's an important thing to to point out to it people who might not yeah, know. Can't, yeah, yeah, you can't use tear gas is definitely a war crime if used in a in an act of war. Also, now, still uh, to this day. Yeah, to this day, yeah, you can't. You, you know, you can't uh, but our anymore. police forces across America use it at a drop well, of across a hat. the world. They use the yeah, they use it across the the police forces across the world use it. We're not talking about uh, this, but yes, I, I, I'm I mean, not here to China. claim what other people are doing. I'm a United uh, States citizen. I'll I'll watch them. So the police push them off campus where they uh, where they assemble on Main Street and Lincoln Street and just kind of sit down and block traffic because that'll show you. Lincoln Street? Yeah, Lincoln Street right. and Main Street. On the if corner. you tell me they're shot, it's because they're trying to be. <laughs> uh, at 11 o'clock, the National Guard is enforcing the curfew and literally pushes them back to their dorm rooms by bayonet, which is the funniest thing I've ever read in my life because, like, I can only imagine. Like, think about being on Hamlet campus and campus police fixing bayonets and, like, you guys got to go back to your dorm room I, and literally pushing them back into the dorm. It's I just mean, funny to me. Maybe get a pitchfork. But just, it shouldn't. Uh, just as I effective mean, and less lethal. I do I do have to note that there were several students that got injured because, you know, pokey pokey. So uh, it is <laughs> funny. Because knives will like, do I that to you? People no, I mean, of course it's awful. This entire thing is awful. It has the word massacre in it. But uh, what well, are we what doing? We do I, here's the thing. What are we doing using bayonets well, as a police yeah. weapon? Yep. 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 When, it's co- when it's combined with tear gas, is the tear gas not enough to disperse no. a crowd? You, you have to tear gas them, tear gas them, 
make them blind and, poke and then start stabbing poke them, them with them. the with the Bowie knives you have on the end of your gun because that's not that's not a traditional bayonet. <laughs> Uh, on May 4th, the governor alluded to the protest being banned, and campus officials handed out 12,000 leaflets banning any protest, but either the students didn't care, didn't get the message, or uh, said, hey, my constitutional right says I have the right to peacefully assemble, yeah, which they do, but you can't. I was going to say, or point, they read the First Amendment in their government well, 100 class. Yeah, but I, I think all the protests leading up to this point would prove that uh, they weren't peacefully assembling at this point. So, Well, yeah, okay, no, 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 no. It proved that they weren't peacefully assembling before. It didn't prove that this next one that they were planning Wouldn't would be not peaceful. be peaceful. You can't, you can't bar uh, a freedom of speech just by saying, well, uh, maybe your next time you say this exact same thing that you were saying before uh, won't be different. <laughs> you know, they're, they're like, eh, it's going to be different. We'll, we'll adhere to the laws. Right. So around uh, 2000 people started gathering on the campus uh, at the University Commons near Taylor Hall, and they began ringing the campus bell, which was the iron bell that they used to celebrate football victories. Again, here's the disconnect. These are students that are like, I'm mad at the war, so I'm going to ring the football victory bell. No. The fuck? no, but here's the thing. That's not what it was. It was college students um, given an opportunity to ring the bell that they were like, that was some sacred thing for their school. Uh, it, it's like, uh, uh, we used to climb up to the top of the clock tower. The, the, Whoa, the, we never climbed. We never broke any rules of climbing to the top of the clock tower and then calling campus police and telling them that the car was broken into across campus because they caught us. But then the, the broken in car was more important than us being up at the top. Of, yeah. That never See, happened. I, did, I didn't never happen. I, I just happened to, uh, uh, unloosen all of the bolts because they eventually locked it down with a little trap lock, but all you had to do was take the bolts off. So we did that. And then open up the trap. But in any case, I, I'm pretty sure statute of limitations is up on something like that, right? Uh, up on something. Well, it, well, sadly Hanover enough, College, this is all satire anyways. if uh, you're listening. Yeah, satire. Companies, uh, companies AC of the 145th Infantry and Troop G of the 107th Armored Cavalry were dispatched to disperse the crowd. Uh, the legality of this was in question, but the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals at a later date would rule that they had the right to do so because, you know, stones and buildings being burned are kind of, yeah. Cavalry is horses, right? Yeah, ponies. Although it's armored calves, so at this point it's not ponies, it's like armored vehicles oh okay no tanks though no tanks okay. though no tanks no no, tanks. no, 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 no just tanks. Our, but, jeeps. okay but they're not just, just jeeps but... releasing people on horses no no okay. not that i no i don't think so okay. i could be wrong but whatever it's not important they the pony guys don't get they, the pony guys don't shoot so they're fine so early in the morning, campus patrolman Harold Rice rode at the uh, rode onto a national jeep, like he's on a national jeep truck, and he's driving in front of the crowd with a loudspeaker saying, uh, "Saying uh, you guys have to disperse or face arrest." The crowd does what the normal college crowd would do when the campus right. security guy tells them to disperse, and they just boo. flat out ignore him and start to boo. boo. And, but but this is where it gets this is where it gets this is where it gets not this is where it gets not good. They start hucking rocks and bricks at him. And hit him. Mm. So uh, what's with you can't that? Do that? What's with you the rocks, guys? Why? So obviously, like, he, rocks hurt. That's legit. He gets back. He gets back into the jeep and he retreats. Uh, right before noon, oh. the National Guard returns. Like they 
they come out, the company A and company C come out, and uh, they start, you know, shooting war crimes into the crowd. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's ineffective because there's a lot of wind, so the students just start blow it away these, right away. Yeah, it gets blown away. So they start taking these tear gas canisters and bricks and yeah. hucking them back at the mm-hmm. uh, at the National Guard, who are wearing gas masks, so they're fine. They're right. Fine. Yeah. Except that but also I mean, still, also still, not not uh, battle-hardened soldiers uh, yeah. that are ready for this. Um, your your son's second grade teacher who did it to pay for their education. That's who is yep. there firing yep. Yep. Uh, the gas canister war crimes into this crowd and getting them chucked back at them. Yep. 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 Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> They're also screaming, you know, obscenities like pigs get off campus because it's the 1970s and that's the thing that we... They're pigs! Yeah, like, pigs. I mean, come on. Come on. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, so a group of 70... Yeah, a group of 77 guardsmen from Company A and Company C, they fix their bayonets like they have done the last couple of nights, and they push the crowd over Blanket Hill, not to be confused with Bunker Hill. No. Two totally different things. Right, uh, but they, they push them over... They push them over Blanket Hill, and the crowd went left over the hill towards Taylor Hall, but the guardsmen continued going on straight because they didn't really see where the crowd dispersed to and they wound up running into a chain fence a chain link fence right around the practice field the how, practice sports field. what they so how do you not see how do you, you're chasing something specific and then it goes in a direction and they just kept going straight and then they just, kept going straight and they're like until oh, they got trapped the football and they stadium. get cornered they get cornered, is, at, is, you know, between this this fence and what winds oh. up being a, a crowd of, uh, of students kind of corner them, which is no bueno. I mean, to be fair, like, that's that's no bueno. Well, that's and a scary spot occurred, to be in for all the National Guardsmen. Yeah. yeah no and doubt. if the shooting occurred there, I would not agree with it, but I would but understand you get where that – I get it. You get but why occur- somebody who is so scared that they would have accidentally or maybe they're, personally they're caught, pulled their trigger yeah, defending their life. Yeah, which by the way, that's like a ten pound trigger pull on that thing. You're not accidentally pulling. It's yeah. a military. Also, you have a you knife on the front pull. of it. Yeah, you have a you. knife. Just pokey do pokey, that. right? Uh, now, the, most of the, most of the crowd had actually already dispersed at this point. Once the, once the bayonets were being once they were pushed off the hill with the bayonet, a lot of the crowd was already gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm I'm one of those people that's gone as soon yeah, as the I'm bayonets gone. pulled out. Uh, but they, like I said, they were boxed in by the practice field in the parking lot, and uh, and several times the guardsmen would kneel, point their guns at the crowd, uh, you know, that was around the parking lot, but no shots are fired at this point. At one point, the uh, the group huddled, the, the group of guardsmen would huddle and were observed talking with each other, like, what the hell do we do now? Well, we right, kinda, yeah, they got to like, figure out. How do we get out? Like, where are we on campus? How do if, we get back to where we need to be? Like, well, and they have to like, all be on the same page as to what's going on with their strategy, right? Like, that's Yeah, so they got their normal. They got their battle plan, and their battle plan is that they're going to they're gonna retrace their steps, climb back up the hill, where, uh, where as they're climbing back up Blanket Hill, some of the guardsmen turn around to keep their eyes on the crowd, and uh, that's over by pretense hall parking lot when at 12 24 well the shit hits the fan and by shit hits the fan i mean um the national guard is going to claim that they took uh they took shots from a sniper they that There's they no, received that a that they sniper got shot, at shot by a sniper yeah 
that killed one of their men or shot at or hit. And there is, uh, yeah, there is absolutely no evidence to, uh, to, to back that up because no, no guardsman was shot. And, uh, sniper from a college. There's no, yeah. Yeah. There's no proof of that ever happening. Um, so, but that's, that's, that's what they claim happened. And according to an eyewitness, a Sergeant uh, Myron Pryor turned, uh, while he was on the hill, turned towards the crowd and began firing his, uh, 1911 pistol into the crowd. After the first shot, at least 29 of the 77 guardsmen would open up fire. Uh, some shot into the air, others shot into the crowd. 67 rounds, Johnny, were discharged in 13 seconds. Although reports said it was uh, a volley fire that lasted several minutes, but I'm calling bullshit on that. It was definitely a chaotic like oh shit hits the fan pop 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 yeah you hear a set you hear you hear the gunshot sound and, and you're training ah, and then you shoot 60 in three but they just into into the they crowd. aimed yeah. it they heard a yeah, shot the and they're like well it must have been from there and then just started yeah murdering uh, college kids some guardsmen stated that they feared for their lives but this was uh, heavily questioned due to the distance between the students and the guardsmen. So after the shots cleared, four were dead, nine were wounded. One of those being wounded would be like permanently paralyzed, so might as well have been dead too, right? Yeah. Not yeah, saying that you can't me. live up, but it's 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 a substantial enough wound that your life is forever no, altered. Right. They um, ruined that person's life. They, yeah, they, they that took away uh, something that they could never give back to that. No, I'm gonna I'm person. gonna list I'm going to list the dead, what they were doing, and how far they were away. Uh, so the first one, that, well, not the first one, but the first one on my list is uh, Jeffrey Miller, who was a protester, who was shot 265 feet away, through the mouth. And <laughs> I thought you were going to say 265 times. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was, he was, he was shot. He, his body was 265 feet away from the National Guard men, shot That's through the a, mouth. almost a football field. Yep. Uh, Allison Krauss was a protester who was shot 343 feet away into the chest and would die on the scene. Slightly more than a football field. Slightly more than a football field. William Schroeder was just on campus not protesting 382 feet away, was fatally shot in the chest and died at the hospital several hours later. He was also a member of the ROTC. So way to go. Good guys. You shot your own guy. So he was just walking in the background? He's walking to a class. He's walking to class. He's like, God damn, this protest got in my way of my my normal walking routine. And he's I'm walking an to class. And yeah, I'm an ROTC. He's, he's oh, an, yeah. hey, hey guys, maybe I'll see you next weekend. And then he gets shot Good and then shot. In the chest and dies. Goes. Yep. Uh, Sandra Schuer, also not protesting, was on campus 390 feet away, gets shot in the neck and would die on the scene. Everyone that was shot was between the ages of 19 and 20 in good standing at the school. And the closest one shot to any guard was 71 feet away. So even at 71 feet, that's still a good distance, especially when you have fixed bayonets. Also, 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 especially when you are up against unarmed protesters. Yeah. Why do you need to shoot from why? Why? But they. You're gonna get why more do mad, they, Johnny. Why? Mm. You're gonna get more mad. So the aftermath. Only one guardsman was injured during this on May fourth during the protest that was substantial enough that required any kind of medical treatment. Now I imagine and that happened was, uh, before they started shooting. 
Yes, it happened. It happened well before they started shooting, and he was injured by getting hit with a rock. And it was minor injuries, not nothing life threatening, mm-hmm. uh, and nothing that required any kind of like hospitalization or anything else like that. He got cracked right. again. Don't broke, agree. Don't agree with throwing the rocks. Don't do that. That's a dick move. Don't don't do that. Uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, you uh, maybe you, we you can check, expect... maybe we can check our responses. Uh, in this. Yeah. Well. And... Uh, f- uh, Photos of the event would spread like wildfire and become the rallying call for further Vietnam War protests, as they should, because you, you shot don't in a, you say. Know, not you shot unarmed people, and some of which were innocent, not protesting, just happened to be on campus walking to their classes. Not, uh, State was, it's not even that they shot; they just shot, just yeah. randomly. Yeah, yeah. Towards a uh, direction. Kent State, Georgia direction. Yeah. Kent State was closed for six weeks or AKA the rest of the semester because it's May. So like you just close the rest of the school year early, like whatever. Uh, uh, 450. Term, yeah. yeah. May term 450 universities in the U S would ban both peaceful and non-peaceful protests, which is hilarious to me. Cause I would assume you would have always banned non-peaceful protests, yeah. but they banned that both. seems like, uh, so you, you like something that you might want to do off the top is be like, guys, maybe, uh, we do not have violent protests here in the result in death. Uh, but I guess it's good to just have it on the books. Yeah, it's on the books. Uh, uh, on May 8th, my birthday, not 1970, but my birthday, uh, 11 students would uh, be bayoneted at a protest u- uh, at the <laughs> University of New Mexico by the New Mexico <laughs> National Guard. So very, we're, we're protesting and we're going to pokey pokey. Again, five days. folks, this is 1970. 1970. Not 1770. Not 1770, 50 yep. years ago, your parents were alive, no doubt. Yep, and no doubt. they are uh, bayonetting people. Yep. Uh, five days after the shootings, 100,000 protesters would gather in D.C. over these shootings. A uh, Gallup poll after the shooting would show that 58% of Americans blame the students, which is not surprising when you live in America. Although, again, they were throwing rocks. Like, no, you should expect... right, yes, 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 yes. You, do, not you don't throw th- rocks. But you know what else you don't do, Tommy? They had tear gas. And you know they didn't shoot? Tear gas. You know what they did shoot? They shot real bullets. Live bullets bullets that'll kill people. Yep, they sure did. They sure did. Uh, 25 students and non-students would be arrested for actions that took place on or before May 4th, known as the Kent State 25. Only five would actually wind up going to trial. So 20 right off the bat would be dismissed because, well... What do you have? Your you know, lack of your, evidence. Yeah, well, they they were executing their their First Amendment rights. Yeah. Protests. Well, you can't, but you still can't throw rocks. But anyway, well, five, but prove they threw a rock, Tom. Right. Yeah. So the five that went to trial, uh, one was a non-student who was convicted. Two non-students pled guilty. One uh, student was acquitted, and another student that was charged was completely dismissed. So out of those five that actually went to trial, only three wound up getting any kind of jail time. Yeah. Uh, five guardsmen were indicted on felony charges and uh, all were between the ages of 28 and 30. So they're a little bit older. So you're right. This is like your high school teacher that, uh, that joined the national guard to pay off a college. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're, they're, they're doing that in order to get the loan. Like they're not, they're not people who are like, they're not, I'm a highly trained person. I, I have good, good, uh, you know, skills at processing information. I'm quick to perceive and all this stuff. They're just and dudes keep in and mind, chicks that our, pay for college. Yeah, our highly trained, you know, actual military, you know, murdered 375 innocent South Vietnamese who are supposed to be our allies in the Mai Lai massacre 
a few months back. So, I mean, I don't know if I'd want the professional military showing up either. But in any case, those five guardsmen were indicted on felony charges and absolutely no convictions were obtained because it's America. And yep. Uh, civil suits were uh, were all granted to the defendants who brought them forth to Ohio, and Ohio wound up having to pay out $675,000 or $4.5 million today, so not Nothing. bad restitution, but not a lot. And I, I'm sorry, to Tom, out... you have one of your uh, children killed by a bayonet yeah, oh, no, or that's a not bullet or whatever the hell, and, tell, and you tell me that because of that, that's not what everybody got. But, the yeah, thirty thousand yeah, dollars you receive yeah. is 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 good compensation. Yeah, no, it's 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 not enough. And, and to make matters worse, you know, Ohio's paying that, but where does Ohio get that money from? You, the taxpayer. Yeah. So essentially, you just paid yourself for them shooting your kids. You you so. got a tax break for them sh- and this is, murdering your child. You got this a where, thirty thousand dollar tax break. Now, up to this point. I definitely don't agree with the shooting. The shooting is definitely not anywhere near exa- like what the right. like I understand why the Boston massacre happened and I would not have convicted any of the the soldiers of Britain for the Boston massacre for what happened. In this particular situation as of what we know right now it's a little bit worse than the Boston Massacre. I think the people that actually fired the rounds, or at least the sergeant who fired those first set of rounds, should have been held accountable. The yeah, rest absolutely. of them, I can kind of say, ah, maybe it was a response because, oh, I heard a gunshot, oh shit, bang, bang, bang. Right, kind of there's thing. a lot of that, uh, yeah. But here's the problem. Here's the problem I have, because this is what's really going to piss you off. So in 2007, buried in the Yale Library archives, there was discovered a 30-minute reel-to-reel recording of the event that was found. It was originally recorded by a Terry Strube, who was a communication student. I'm sorry, buried. Yeah, there was an audio recording of the event. And they minutes. and it the prosecution, the the trial, everything that happened afterwards. It, well, they they I don't they I don't it? I don't know if it was I don't know it's it, it's unclear as to whether this was presented during any of the trials or anything like that. But it was okay. found in Yale, in Yale, right, in their right, archives. All right, all right, what was found? There's this, yeah. It was uh, Terry Strube, who was a communication student at Kent, who recorded it. Uh, in the recording, when it's with modern technology amped up and analyzed, you hear an, an officer, Lawrence, Lawrence Schaefer, say, and I quote, right here, get set, point, fire. There was a command given yep. by the National Guard officer to shoot. This is where I have the problem. To aim and now, shoot. Now, granted, not only to aim and shoot, yeah. to aim, to point now, in a direction intentionally this, and this, fire. This audio happened seventy seconds after my what you 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 hear what sounds like four shots coming from okay. a pistol, which is what all everybody said was happening. It, said was, it was that, was that bang, 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 and then everybody's like, "I don't know what to do," started and shooting. started shooting. Is what the story so, was. So basically, you hear four sh- bangs that that allegedly came from Myron Pryor, and then you hear the order, aim and fire. Essentially, that happens about seventy seconds later. The Seventy—that's a minute and ten seconds. Minute, yeah. Uh, anybody audio, who has been dealing with some shit over this quarantine and has been like, maybe I should meditate or whatever, sit down for a minute of silence. A minute and ten seconds. Sit down and don't do anything. It's a long See, time. That's a long time. Um, which do, would which would follow suit with the uh, with the spectators like the shots happened for over a minute. As sure, right. To the yeah. Report that ha- said it happened for like sixty seconds. Now, 
um, the uh, the audio was deemed to be legit by several independent like audio analysts. That's right. Like, yep, this legit. was not something that was but like, there is, know, Photoshop type or audio shot, whatever. But it was. But the an original yes, recording. but but the it was an original recording that is legit. But the FBI says that the pistol shots could have been anything, could have been door slamming, and that the voices were not intelligible enough beyond a reasonable doubt. So in 2010. The government determined that there was too much insurmountable odds to reopen up a case, and it was dropped, despite having audio recording of an event that at least alluded to uh, an order being given. So if there was an actual legitimate order being given, this is way worse than the Boston Massacre. They committed fucking murder. So what point. you're telling me is, what, 40, 30, 40 years after it happened, uh, the United States government decided that uh, there wasn't enough evidence against the United States government for performing these actions to uh, go ahead and convict the United States government of any sort of wrongdoing. Yeah, isn't that fun? Because in the United States, you can only sue the United States government if the United States government decides to let you sue them. <laughs> what the? God, this is... But... This, And so now, they just they're somebody... just allowed to continue, and then and then years yeah. later, of course, so, because this pre, pre this pre, pretext has been set that uh, oh hey uh, officers of the law, military, whoever else, you can do whatever the hell you want during a riot and get away, with, get away it. with it, and uh, and so maybe they well, start maybe firing tear gas canisters into the chest of protesters and just do it all willy nilly because. Hey, they got their masks on, now, they got their helmets on, they got their goggles on. Nobody can see who the hell they, they are. Can, They're yeah, just an right, anonymous right, thing. Right. And the government will cover up for them years later. Mm. Yeah, weird. I'm now yeah, I, I don't like this. This was the, I didn't like this. Nope. I know I you didn't, didn't like, like it, Johnny. I'm sorry. Now the uh the uh the, the only good thing that came out of this, if you can call it good, is that um the use of M1 grands and uh, and bayonets uh, yeah, that that ends like the uh, the the National Guard decides that maybe we don't want to respond yeah. to protesters with lethal force, and so they use less than lethal force. Right, and that's AKA fantastic. And so they Robert, took well, no, they took the it down lesson, to yeah. so they want to know what they did was they took it down from bayonets to um, rubber bullets. Well, which, by the way, I say also I say less than lethal. It's important. I say less than lethal because not non-lethal, oh, less no, no, than no. lethal yeah. because if you shoot a rubber bullet into a guy's head, they're still going to die. Or so. or if you hit the right person in the chest. Um, but they, they took their bayonets and they turned them into the spring-loaded batons, yep. which, yeah. holy which shit, just, have you seen those? Just crack. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah I mean, you're yeah. just breaking bones. Uh, and, yeah, rubber bullets and tear gas canister attachments for shotguns. Yep. Not... So, Not specific guns designed to harmlessly deploy uh, tear gas canisters, just shotguns. Shotguns, yeah, yeah. That have been adapted so, to fire them into a crowd. So, like last week's episode, your government loves you. All right, that's it for this week in historic hindsight. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And join us next week when we talk about Shiloh.